We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Hot Rods. Yes, sir. Yeah. What are we talking about? Uh, well, we're Let me get... Whoa, whoa. Before you go too far, you know what we need to talk about? I know what we need to talk what about. What we need to talk about, Robert. Upcoming shows coming up, guys. That's right. I oh. outsmarted you this you week. Did. Ooh. So, Smart Rob Pitts there. Yeah. So coming up Friday, May 12th, we're going to be back at Union County Dragway. I'm going to tell you something. I'm excited about this race. we got the Carolina Thunder Series Pro Mods. Yes, sir. And they're going to be live and in action. Well, I want to tell you something about Pro Mod Racing. It's probably some of the most exciting drag racing you will ever watch. And you're going to see it right here at the NHRA at Union County Dragway, one of the top five eighth-mile tracks in the country. I believe that. I believe that. And And NHRA sanctioned. Yes, sir. As of this year. I'm telling you guys. It's good stuff. I mean, if you're not going out to the Union County Dragway, you're missing out. I absolutely agree, and that's why we do have a, not to get ahead of ourselves, but we do have a very special guest in studio tonight. That's right. We got Mr. Tom Lukens in the house, and he's going to be jumping in on some of the conversation today. Tom, tell everybody hi. Hi, everybody. There's Tom. Tom follows All directions. Right, Tom like a champ. <laughs> I tell you what, though, we got a great show lined up. But first, we got to talk about these upcoming shows where all the good people can come see us. Yes, sir. So after we uh, spend all night at Union County Dragway, May 13th, we're going to be uh, in Spartanburg, South Carolina, where I currently reside for uh, for the Springtime Nationals. At the Westgate Mall. Yes, sir. Right I tell you what, though, I like these here car shows at the shopping mall. I mean, yeah. It's kind of cool. You can go look at the cars. You can look at the girls. You, you can get, get your, sunshine for a minute. That's right. And you can get you a fresh pair of kicks. And you can go to the food court. Of course, you would pick out the food court. Washer and dryer. They ha- Yeah, they you have can. I mean, it's yours. Exactly. Lawn- I was about to say lawnmower. Lawn- lawn- beat yeah. me to it. Pick up a fresh lawnmower. <laughs> And then they have some awesome giveaways there at that show, too. They got awesome giveaways. They're actually giving away a wrap toolbox. It's wrapped by Moody Blue Designs, guys, and it's got the Hot Rods and Happy Hour logo on it. So why would you not want it? Hi, Moody. I want it. Like, can I get it? No. Oh. Can I give you my name to put in the hat? Yeah, I, would love I, th- it. I think that's a fair deal. Okay. No I th- problem. I th- I th- Jeff, awesome. you don't wear hats. Yeah, I do, actually. I have my South Carolina hat. You know, go Cox. There's your problem. No, it's not. Oh, yep. Lord. Yep, there, there's your problem. Guy. Yep. So oh, orange, don't come at me, you followers. <laughs> if it was an orange Clemson hat, we'd be good, but there's the problem. Throw it in the trash. <laughs> I'll tell you what, before we get in a fist fight in the studio, where we're going to be the week after that? Well, May 19th to the 21st, we're going to be at the Camaro, the, the Camaro Nationals. That's right. In Raleigh, North Carolina. I'll tell you what, this is a great show. It's put on by the 5th Gen Camaro Club of the Carolinas. These guys know how to party, and there's nothing like a hotel car show. Yes, sir. Friday night's going to be a light show. We've got a big light show going on, of course. Odd Rod and myself are going to be there bringing on the tunes, having a good time, keeping everybody moving. Saturday, we got a full car show. We're going to have Camaros from every generation there. And from all over uh, two countries, because we got Camaros from Canada. Camaros oh. from Canada. Okay. Camaro. Canadian Camaros. Camaros. Canadian Camaros. Are they right-hand drive, or they do things normal up there? It's Canada. Uh, so they just say A and... It's still much. it's still they, normal, I think. They call their bacon ham, and that's all. Yeah, that and a and a. Eh. All right, eh. well, I'm good with that. All right, so when we get back, May 27th, car show at the Mustang Shop. 
I want to tell you something I'm really excited about, guys. You know me. I get excited about a lot of things. But there's two things in this world I love. What's that? I love cars. Yes. And good-looking women. And this mm. show's got them both, sir. It does. It does. So there's going to be a beauty pageant, which you and I are judging. That's right. So that's going to be awesome. And then, of course, the car show. And they're having their dino day. I'm telling you, I'm excited. I got a feeling we're going to do a little filming. Yeah, we're going to do a little hot rods and happy hour filming that I'll day. Hey, hey, hey. This is what I'm saying. Break lights, camera, action. Well, there's a certain 91 Caprice wagon that's going to be stepping up on the dyno. A certain station wagon. Yeah. Like, Sta- let's, let's hope it rolls up on the dyno. Yeah, it's going to, well, whatever. However it gets there, it's getting there. It's going to get dynoed. It might not do nothing. But Dino might! Exactly. Then, Monday, May 29th. That's Memorial Day, kids. Yep, we're going to make up for a rain day. we got a Make-A-Wish show at Applebee's in Easley, South Carolina. I want to tell you something. These are great shows. All the proceeds goes to Make-A-Wish. And, I mean, that's one of the best charities around. I love doing things for Make-A-Wish. They do some great things for terminally ill children. They do awesome things. Uh, well, the Mustang shop uh, this past year built a car through the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Exactly. The Make-A-Wish so, Mustang they built. 66 Coupe. Good-looking car. Great-looking car. All right, Rob, let's back up a little bit. What were we doing last week? Thinking, thinking. We're at Carolina Motor Fest. All right. Brought to you by Carolina Coaches with K's. That's right. Let's talk about that a little bit. I'm going to tell you something about Motor Fest, guys. You know what? We talked it up. We We really did. did. But you know what? We delivered. We did. That was a hell of a show. It was hot. It was that. At the store at Greenville Pick and Speedway, it was phenomenal. I don't think you could have asked for anything any better other than the temperature to be down about 10 more degrees. I tell you what, there's a lot of beautiful cars out there. What what was the car? There's a lot of beautiful girls there. You see the pinup contest? I did. I, well, we judged it. Yeah, it was. I'm uh, telling you, it was good. I'm telling you, I'm pretty cars, pretty women, historic Greenville Pick and Speedway. So, uh, what was your favorite car there? Mm, you know what? I had my eye on this one car. What was it? The Mist Blue 1965 Malibu that's, 327. That sounds a lot like your car. Speed. Oh yeah, it is my car. Oh, you vain thing, you. That's terrible. so vain. <laughs> but I tell you what, though, it was really fun. I actually got the old man in the car, and we blasted a lap around the Greenville Pick and Speedway in the booth thing. That was, that was awesome to see that, too. I'll tell you what, there was a car there that caught my attention. What was it? Well, there was a certain Corvette that I feel like that if you and I had a love child, this car I would be And I'm going to tell you something. As sick as this sounds, guys. Yeah, my attention. And I feel sorry for anybody listening to this this morning. 7 a.m., I hope you didn't run in line and get you a Hardy's Biscuit, and you're eating it, enjoying Hot Rods and Happy Hour, because you just heard about me and Odd Rod having a love child. But if we did. If we did. This fiberglass mayhem would be it. I don't know the exact year. Uh, it was what? a 76 Corvette. 76, okay. 76 Corvette sports wagon. It was a station wagon and a Corvette together, and it was Master. a kit. They made 50 of those they cars. They made 50 of these cars, and I talked to the owner a little bit, and as... As far as he knows, this is about one of eleven left. I mean, I want to, and it's crazy looking. I mean, it sounds hideous. I mean, it's not like the family truckster with a Corvette on the front. I mean, it works, but it's Ross. It's just not right. You know, you like you look at it and you know it's wrong. Well, it was big block plowed, uh, big block powered. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a cool car. It had the you know Keystone mags on it. I mean, it was very seventies. I mean, you know, metal flake paint. It was old school as it comes. But it's a station wagon. It's just like. It's wrong. <laughs> well, it made a uh, it made a two seat Corvette have uh, a little luggage space. So. I mean, I want to tell you something. I mean, if you think about it, it's like, hey, I like Corvettes. I love American sports car, but I got kids. Well, I don't know if you could put a kid in there, but you could put like you know, like a 
Dirty hamper. You probably could put a kid in there. <laughs> Stuff it. And Edna. You know, you can put her in there. <laughs> Strap her. Maybe her up. dog. Absolutely. <laughs> what was that dog's name? I can't remember it to save my life. Was it Roscoe? No. No, not Roscoe. Roscoe. Uh, that doesn't matter. But uh, He's dead now. Poor, do- poor dog. Yeah. Poor little guy. <laughs> he's dead now. Tough little mutt. He probably kept up for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> Love that movie. All right, Rob, what are we talking about today? I tell you what, we're talking about NASCAR and this round around track. Well, NASCAR's been in the news a lot here lately. And, you know, Hot Rods and Happy Hour, we always kind of lean towards the car show scene, and we lean a lot towards drag racing. You know what? I think we there, need to go There see- is a reason for that. Well, I know that, but I want to tell you something. Let's talk about the round around boys today. The round around boys. NASCAR, guys. NASCAR's a big thing. And I tell you what, my resident history buff, Odd Rod Pettit himself, Yes, Station wagon driving, rice crispy treat loving, multiple eye having. Woo, woo! <laughs> I tell you what, you go school us up on NASCAR. Uh, coming up here in a minute, but you know we talked about NASCAR uh, briefly before when we were talking about all the local tracks and everything. NASCAR had a big part here in Spartanburg. Well, I mean, NASCAR's had a big part everywhere. You know, the hub city, which was Spartanburg. I mean, you got to think about all the teams that came out of Spartanburg. And then we had the Greenville Pickens Speedway, which, I mean, all of your NASCAR greats of any kind was at Greenville Pickens Speedway. Absolutely. You talk about all your, I mean, think of Cotton Owens. I mean, his shop. Bud Moore. Bud Moore, yeah, who's still kicking. 90-something years old, Bud Moore, still down in Spartanburg. I tell you what, not to get off track, I, I actually met a very interesting person today, and he's a drag racing icon in this town, Arthur Pace. Arthur Pace. He walked into my shop today. That was very, very cool. That's awesome. That was that was neat, just talking about drag racing icon. Now back to the round track stuff. Well, before we get back to the round track stuff, let's uh, let's pay for some commercials, shall we? Pay for some Absolutely. Give me that checkbook. Let me pay for them. That's yeah, right. we got some bills to take care of. So, All right, guys. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Odd Rod. Yes, sir. I tell you what. What's up? You're a smart guy. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. go. This that's, guy? That's, that's a union edu- education. I wouldn't I tell, go that I far. Mean, you, are, you are a smart guy, though. I mean, you're like... You're like my Rutledge Wood. <laughs> and what you do is you come in and you break knowledge on us. I mean, I learn so much stuff from you every day. I learn how many Rice Krispie treats it possibly takes to empty the vending machine. I learn all kinds of things from you wow. every day. And you know what how you How many call? is it? I, I haven't figured it out yet because they got two rows of Rice Krispie treats. You know that much about it? I, I, I have to choose between D6 and I think it's like... F3. You even um, know the code words that, for it. Yeah. Things that boggle the... He doesn't know his phone number, but he knows those numbers. But you know, like, oh my God. I don't even go past it. <laughs> you know, when I, and I'm here every morning. <laughs> I'm I telling help you. It. I mean, it's hey, 93.3, the Rascals Morning Show. Snap, snap, <laughs> snap. Shameless plug. Yeah. Speaking of shameless plugs, snap, crackle, and pop. Why don't you tell us about NASCAR? Ah, uh, NASCAR. You Let's give to... a little history, just in case you've been under a rock the last hundred years. Well, first... Li- before we do that, let's let, we got a little sadness to talk about the NASCAR field. Actually, it's a really sad story. It's a sad for the automotive All world. Right. So we here at Hot Rods and Happy Hour, 106.3 WRD and Aircom, want to extend our thoughts and prayers to the legendary IndyCar and NASCAR driver John Andretti. A lot of people don't know this, but this past week he was diagnosed with stage 4 colon cancer. Mm, that's horrible, man. I'm telling you. So Andretti, he's facing surgery coming up in June, um, but he has main, maintained a sense of humor. I read an article. Uh, he, he he made uh, made the comment. He said this chemo sucks. 
I mean, he's maintaining his uh, sense of humor about the whole situation. But so just keep him in your thoughts and prayers. And for those who don't know, uh, John Andretti is the nephew of the legendary Mario Andretti. Which, if you don't know, has done every Magnaflow commercial ever. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's a big family of racing, actually. Well, like, I mean, actually, you know, he, he even drove a drag car. Yeah. I mean, this guy's done everything. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, a little, a little drag racing knowledge for you. Yeah. Who's the car owner? Huh? Who's the car owner? Why are you trying to stump the hose, Tom? <laughs> Dan Pastorini. Taco Bell car. Makes a lot of sense, right? I mean, Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, he won, by the way, too. That's Taco good. Bell and car. he's a winner. I like Taco yeah. Bell. But number See? seven, by the way. Uh, oh, and you know that one too. Yeah, <laughs> chicken quesadilla. <laughs> oh my <laughs> word! Okay, Odd Rod is gaining weight talking about it. Come on, guys. You need ranch for that too? <laughs> no, no, no. It's good outcomes. All right, back to back to NASCAR. Back to the round and round. Oops, hit my Watch mic. yourself there. Hit my mic. All right, so we all know the legend of NASCAR and how it got started. A bunch of good old boys from you know Georgia all the way up to Virginia. Moonshiners running moonshine, a little bit illegal back in the day, back in prohibition. It's a little bit illegal back it's in. A, it's a little, a little bit illegal. It was all the way illegal, Otter. They weren't tearing the tags off mattresses. They were hauling bootleg <laughs> liquor all right. at high speeds. Where are these people at? I love how you describe. Are you an attorney? It was a little illegal. Well, it might cross the gray line a little bit, but you know, but these guys. They would hot rod their cars in order to get away from the law. Well, you know, it wasn't a thing for speed. It wasn't a hobby. It was a way of life. That's how they made their money. That's how they made a living. Exactly right. So, there is a simple law, Rob, and you might know this law, but there is a law that states boys will be boys. You know this law? Mm-hmm. I know I f- it well. All right. So, boys will be boys. These guys hot rod their cars. Pretty soon, they want to race each other. And they done it on the local well, highways. I mean, and this is the thing. The first race started when the second car was made. Absolutely correct. So, this happened. Well, one guy got this great idea to cut a track uh, in old cow pasture. A crude track in old cow pasture. And, as they might say, the rest is history. That began what we know as NASCAR. Wasn't called NASCAR yet, not until 1948, but... That well, began Bill, NASCAR. That's when Bill France made it all civilized. Yep, that's when Bill France stepped in. Oh, big Bill. Um, Hi, Bill. Bill was a uh, promoter uh, up until that time. Well, I mean, you got to think about it. I mean, that's a very important part of it. Yeah, promotion. Uh, Junior Johnson was the first bootlegger to successfully cross over and make a name for himself, but definitely wasn't the last one to do it. You or know, the only one to do I it. I tell you what, you know, Junior Johnson, they, you know, of course, they did a movie about Junior Johnson, and... I mean, all the Moonshiner movies, Thunder Road, all this stuff. Junior Johnson, even, I remember an interview, man, this is years ago, but he was talking about, like, he felt like he had an unfair advantage against drivers because he said they had to learn to drive. He said, I already knew how. Exactly. He had, I mean, he knew how to drive. He ran from the law for years. He had on-the-job experience. (laughs) Absolutely. So did Stroke Race. Hey, and he was born to race. (laughs) He was. At a Main Street 10 feet wide. This car will be disqualified in two seconds flat. <laughs> oh, God. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, they had to. They had to I'll tell you what, one second. All right. While we're talking about NASCAR, if anybody can give us the Stroker Ace DVD. Yes, please. You send it to the studio, All 25 right. Garlington Drive. All right. Road. Road. We That's need it. that. <laughs> We need that. I mean, like, we've looked all over the interwebs for this thing. I got it. Can't, no, you don't. I do. 
why have you been Why are you holding out? out? I just got it. I may or may not have, you know, broken some laws and illegally legally downloaded it. I'm going to go take those Rice Krispies out of C3 and D6. And I'm going to take them out if you don't bring it. Well, I can't bring it. It's on my uh, hard drive. Bring the hard drive. <laughs> Download it. Put it on a disc. I, I might can make that happen. All right. So, yeah, back to the story. Absolutely. So, like we said, one day a uh, young man came along, and uh, he was a promoter. And that was Big Bill France. And in 1948, started NASCAR. I mean, you got to think about it. And NASCAR grew by leaps and bounds. I mean, you know, it started out very humble. You know, I mean, I've been, I've had the... I've been privileged enough to go to a lot of great NASCAR tracks. You know, of course, we talk about the historic Greenville Pickens Speedway, but I'm talking like Charlotte Motor Speedway, Daytona Motor Speedway, Talladega, all these tracks. Bristol. Bristol. Bristol is by far the best track, I think. It's just short track racing. I know. I love it. But Atlanta Motor Speedway. Atlanta's a good one. Atlanta, Atlanta is Atlanta's a good track. Atlanta. Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. <laughs> but, I mean, you got to think about, you know, in Daytona Beach. They actually raced on the beach, NASCAR. Yep. That was insane. Yeah. So they actually, where you can go out and drive your car right now on the beach. That's used well, to be Well, you can go race. to Daytona USA now. They actually had the asphalt cut up, and you're walking on it inside Daytona USA. Yep. At Daytona Motor Speedway. <laughs> I mean, it's very cool. Which, Daytona, Daytona Motor Speedway is actually an awesome track hey, in and of itself. But you know what? I have, I've probably been to Daytona Beach and been to the Speedway 40 times. And I've never seen a NASCAR race there. <laughs> car shows every time. Uh, well, that's the same for me. Anytime I've ever been down there, it's going to be car shows. And that was, the, that was the spot we lost Dale. It was the spot <laughs> we lost Dale. I, and I'll be honest with you, everybody just held up a three in the studio, guys. Yeah. Everybody. I mean, I mean it was almost like a forced moment of silence just then. I mean, <laughs> I want to tell you something. I'm a Dale Earnhardt fan. Everybody loves the Intimidator. And, I mean, that was just, you know what I'm saying. I mean, that was horrible. I mean, last turn. I Are mean, you crying? Last now? lap. Last lap. Listen, There's a it's my allergies. Crying? All right. I'm just but making I'm talking, sure. I'm talking, I mean, this is the last lap, last turn. I mean, we lost Dale Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt was a legend. Without a shadow of doubt. And I mean, you know, that, and, I, and I really, truly believe that was the beginning of the demise of NASCAR. Mm. Personally, I think. And I hate to say one man was carrying it, but I think he was carrying a lot mm. of the load. Well, let's talk about that and much more. That's right. Coming up next, but we got to pay some bills. That's right. Give me that checkbook again. All right. There you go, Jeff. Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour on 106.3. W-O-R-D. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Hot Rod. <laughs> What's ah! going on? Hi, Jeff. Hi. How are you? Hi. <laughs> What's going on? I will tell you something, guys. We're talking about NASCAR, and we started touching on the demise of NASCAR. The, the demise of NASCAR. Mm-hmm. i tell you what. Sad day in history. February 18th, 2001. Dale Earnhardt Sr. I need three fingers up in the room, baby. Ain't a dry eye in the place, son. I'm going to tell you something. That day right there, that was the beginning of the end for NASCAR, my it, personal opinion. It was, man. Last lap on turn four, hit the wall at over 188 miles an hour. I'm going to tell you something. You know, Dale Earnhardt had the hardest time with Daytona, and that track <clears throat> killed him virtually. Mm-hmm. Literally. I mean, but I mean, this is the thing that's insane about it. I mean, the last lap, last turn. I'll tell you what was even crazier about that. The next race, Junior got back in the car. The very next race. First lap, first turn, he made almost the most identical wreck. Thankfully, he came out a little bit better, but... Well, I mean, and, and the thing was, that wreck didn't even look that bad. I mean, uh, I've seen Dale Earnhardt walk away from things that are just yeah, I've seen, unimaginable. I've seen that uh, the Intimidator car roll several times into the infield. Dale gets out, walks away. 
I mean, it just goes to show you, actually, what killed him, though, was like skull fragments breaking. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I mean, I mean, you think about it, you tag a concrete barrier running 180 mile an hour. I don't think a roll bar or helmet's going to help you. No, no. It's just bound to happen at that point. Yeah, absolutely. They, but, say, they say he died at the, at the hospital, but. He was, yeah, yeah he, he was out way before that. When he, when he tagged that wall. He was cruising through the pearly gates. But I agree. I mean, this this was the beginning of the end, or what will soon be the end for NASCAR, I and think. And this is, this is something I think that sort of trend in NASCAR. You know, the Hans device came out, and that's a great thing. Don't get me wrong. Yes, sir. But I want to tell you something. And, you know, I don't like to get off on a ran odd rod. Yeah. Oh, really? But if I need to, I can. Oh, yeah. You know, now you got all your NASCAR drivers now. Right. You know, the big things are retiring. Mm-hmm. You know what? Because NASCAR's dangerous. It is? You know, let's step out of the box just a little bit, go to another genre, football. We don't want our kids playing football because of concussions. They're headbutting each other with helmets on. What well, do you expect? I mean, they got yeah. so many rules now you can't lead with your helmet and blah, blah, blah. And this is the thing. They're talking about ta- that was a bad tackle. I didn't know there was such. No, I mean. It, I want to tell you something. I went, away, I went away in high school. If you just knocked the guy down, that was a plus. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. a good tackle. I mean, good job, kid. I mean, <laughs> Do it again. Jeff, you know. I mean. Absolutely. I mean, I, I was an amateur wrestler. I was a two-time state champion, two-time national qualifier. Been hit in the head many times. Not one time did they say, like, oh, well, you can't do that just because you got hit in the head. I mean, come on, guys. That's what come I'm on. Saying. But this is another thing about Where it. am I right now? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, and this is the thing with it. I'll tell you something else. You know, they're talking about NASCAR is a dangerous sport, and it is a dangerous sport. I'm not belittling it or anything. Well, it's hang a dangerous on, hang sport. on, hang on. But, Let me stop you right there. If you're strapping yourself into any car that makes ungodly amounts of horsepower and you're going down any track at well over 200 miles an hour... It's dangerous, well, I'm gonna but you, you sign I'm gonna, up for I'm that. I want to fill you in on a little secret. You can strap yourself into a Toyota Camry, and I'm not talking about Carl Edwards' Toyota Camry. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about a Toyota Camry with a 2.24 cylinder and pull out on Woodruff Road. That's dangerous. Amen to that. Absolutely. Walking out the front door is dangerous. And the, and the thing is, these cars, you know, drag cars, you know, NASCARs, all these cars, they're built, they're probably more safer to wreck one of those than your average car going down the road. Yeah, within reason. And you're running 180 miles, there's nothing safe to wreck. I mean, I'm going to tell you that. Absolutely. But that being said, they take all the precautions they can, and that's a great thing. But now you got, I mean, this is the thing. And now, Odd Rod, you, you missed out on this. All you hear is the wise tales and the stories. And Jeff and Tom mm-hmm. can, can t- Jeff and Tom can vow with me. They feel my pain. Hey, Tom. We came up in that fall guy age. We came up, you know, when men were men. Marlboro man, those guys. I mean, just think about the drivers now. No offense, Odd Rod. <laughs> but I mean, you seriously, you missed out on all this. All you had was like Care Bears, you know. But I <laughs> come mean, on, I'm you're right. about, sadly, you're about right. Thank God but, but, I was raised right. But. but but you see where I'm getting at now. I mean, where men were supposed to be tough. I mean, you got to think about the NASCAR drivers who grew up around us: mm-hmm. Kel Yarborough, Richard Petty, Harry Gant. You know, these guys. I mean, they raced till they couldn't. Just like you said off the air, Tom. They raced till they couldn't race no more. And then you got guys like Carl Edwards and Jeff Gordon. You know what? Spry, in their 40s, jumping around, feeling good. I think I'm going to retire. Why? Because they've made all their money and they're getting out. They're not race car drivers. This is the thing. These guys, there's several reasons why they're retiring. But And I heard a documentary the other night. They were talking about Richard Pitt. He won two championships before he was a millionaire. You Mm. win one NASCAR race, you're a millionaire now. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing that's insane. And I think the money has changed it. Well, that's that's part of what's wrong with uh, NASCAR They couldn't now. retire. No, they couldn't. That's part of what's wrong with NASCAR, though, is it's became just this marketing 
I mean, just this marketing monster. And as long as this, that's there, I mean, the, as long as money's driving it, it's going to be a bad day. Think about it like this. Any business you go into, whether it's NASCAR racing, professional wrestling, professional football, basketball, baseball, whatever the case may be, you have to have that passion for what you do. Exactly. 100% pure passion. Guys like Richard Petty, Cale Yarborough, Ricky Rudd, you know, legends like that, exactly. they had to go and they had to feed their families. Doing what? What they love to well, do. I- now, guys like Carl Edwards and Jeff Gordon it's a business opportunity mm-hmm. is exactly what it is. They've made their money. Now, guess what they're going to do? They're going to get out. They're going to well, get out while the getting is good. They're going to get it, out it, before like, they get hurt. It's no different. Exactly. Jeff, you're a wrestler. You yes. know, you, you're not professional. Well, you're not in, you know, the WWE or whatever. Right. But if you wrestle, it's mm-hmm. because you enjoy it. It's Absolutely. not because you're making money. Huh? Absolutely. You're out there enjoying what you're doing. Absolutely. You know, you look at someone like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, which I love him. I, th- mm-hmm. I idolize him. But he's in it for the money at this point. Absolutely. And why wouldn't he be? I would be doing the same thing. Absolutely. But, I mean, that's the problem with it. No one... His best buddy's Carl Edwards. (laughs) But but I'll tell you something else. Oh, no, that's John Cena. Never mind. I don't feel... I feel like all sports are getting to be like that. I don't feel like our wrestlers, they're not pushing themselves to the limits like wrestlers of old times. No, and they're not. Look at mankind. Look what he done. Absolutely. Guys like Mick Foley. Guys like uh, Big Van Vader, who I wrestled uh, a couple months ago. He's still going even when his health is just terrible. Why? Because he has to. It's his passion. He can't live without it. Exactly. So you have race car drivers like Kale Yarborough who did it until he couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, Richard physically Petty. Could. I mean, guys like that who survived through the tough times. I tell you what, Odd Rod. You know what? We can, we need to ring the phone down to Florence, South Carolina. We need to talk to Kale Yarborough. I would love to get Hi, Kale. Kale. I would love to get Kale Yarborough's opinion on the new on the drivers retirement. I, I would love to talk to Call him. him at Hardy's for a biscuit in the morning. That's right. Absolutely. Tell us what we'll do is we'll call the Hardy's in Florence, South Carolina, and I tell you what, Kel, I'm going to buy you your own butter biscuit, two two packs of grape jelly, small senior coffee. You know what I'm saying? What if and he prefers apple butter? We can hook him it's up. Grape jelly. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a grape jelly guy. You can tell he's a grape jelly guy. I can read a man. I'm telling you. But. This is the thing about it, though. I mean, could you imagine? I mean, look at Richard Petty. I mean, Richard Petty, and that dude looks good. I mean, Richard Petty, what, 80 years old now? He's still in a sport. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's still sport. involved. And I'll be honest with you, I mean, you know, he may have won his last race in 1984, and he retired in 1992, but he was there. Yeah, he's Just like Eric, Morgan Shepard. That's mm-hmm. another Morgan Shepard, 117 years old. He's driving for the Girl Scouts. It don't matter. <laughs> is he? He's on the track. I'm going to check those facts out. Well, I mean, it's like Bud Moore right here in South Carolina. He's been NASCAR since God Almighty, since before it was NASCAR. And he's still involved in it today. He's, I think he's 97. Because they do it for the love. Exactly. Carl Edwards don't love NASCAR. Carl Edwards loves what he makes from NASCAR. Yeah, he loves that paycheck. Because if Carl Edwards loved NASCAR, you know that what? Paper. He, would be, he would be in a car next week going around the track. Now, I mean, I tell you, and i tell you something else. And I'm, I'm a little hard on the drivers. But a lot of it, too, is they're starting younger. Richard Petty didn't get into a race car. He was 21 years old. Right. These guys, they're it's kind of like the football guys now. Mm-hmm. I mean, at five years old, they're training them right. to be yeah. football players. Kitty programs all around the country. Exactly. Basically, they're putting them in racing go-karts. They're putting them from there to dwarf cars. Next thing you know, they're in legend cars. Then next thing you know, they're moving up to you know late model sportsmen and all this stuff and going through the ranks. 
Well, this is, I mean, these guys have raced since they're five years old. Well, it's like Trevor Bain. I've known several people that have run races with Trevor Bain at local uh, go-kart tracks. Well, well, I mean, and the thing is crazy. I mean, he's 35 years old, but he's got 30 years of racing experience. And then I'm going to use Trevor Bain as an example. You take someone like Trevor Bain. He's been, you know, he's been racing since, probably since he was five, since he could physically handle a a go-kart. But you look at his parents. He was backed by so much money, it was not funny. And that's another problem. Well, I'm going to fit on motorsports in general. <laughs> money is what makes cars fast, period. Yeah, but There's always going to be somebody with a little more of it, and their car's going to be a little faster. Oh, I faster. agree, but I think that takes the fun out of what they're doing, because you look back in, the, back in the years past, and it wasn't like that. You've done what you could to get to where you are. Now it's just, yeah, we're backed by millionaires. Well, I mean, you know, it is what it is. You know, the almighty dollar rules everything. All right, man. Well, we got a lot more to talk Speaking about. Speaking of the almighty dollar, we got to stop and make some. Yeah, we got to pay some, we gotta pay, we gotta pay some bills, but we're going to be talking next week more about NASCAR, the demise of it, and where we think it's heading, because I'm, I'm going to tell you what. I'm excited about I'm excited about our guest in the studio, Mr. Tom Lukens, because yeah, me and Mr. Tom Lukens have a lot in common. Hi, Tom. Yeah, and me and Tom go way back as well, and we're going to hear about that and much more coming right up on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Hot Rod! Yeah. <laughs> You're scaring us, Rob. I'm telling you. How you doing? I'm doing great. But I tell you what. Sorry, so, guys. I told a joke off the air, so that's why he's laughing. Yeah, he's, okay. he's, got, he's got the giggles a little bit. <laughs> there once was a man from Nantucket. <laughs> uh, no, no more comments after that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we'll just leave that one. Leave that one be. I tell you what. All this talk about this round and round race is making me dizzy. I think we need to go straight oh, now. Yeah. I'm talking about the drag strip. We got a guy that can tell us all about this here drag racing. I want to tell you something. He's a bit of a local celebrity himself. Yes, sir. I mean, this guy's a cool guy. From the very first time I met him, I felt like I've known him all my life. And he's a member of Don Garlitz International Drag Racing Hall of Fame. Yeah. Very, Big Daddy very Don cool Garlitz. stuff. I'm talking about, I mean, that's some cool stuff. And this guy's been drag racing a long time. He's been drag racing longer than I, than, longer than I can remember. And that's a wow. long time because I'm pretty old. Well, You're you, you, you said it, not me. But I'm going to tell you something, guys. The thing that's really cool about this, though, is this guy's right here. And, of course, he's at Union County Dragway, which we love Union County Dragway here at Hot Rods and Happy Hour because that's where we announced that. Of course, you know what? We're going to be down there this Friday for the Carolina Thunder Series Pro Mods. Yes, sir. So without any further introduction, Mr. Tom Lukens, welcome to the show. Hey, good to be here on 106.3. That's right, guys. I'll tell you what. I love sitting in the booth with Tom Lukens. Oh, it's fun. There's there's multiple reasons why I like standing or sitting in the booth with Tom Lukens at the Union County Dragway. One, he knows how to get the good food up in the booth. All right. <laughs> He can get the good food in the tower quick, yeah. delivered. Yeah, delivered. When Tom, when Tom keys that mic, they listen. And two, he can tell you some of the best racing stories ever. But before we get to any kind of racing stories or anything like that, and that's important, I want to tell you something. Odd Rod and you and Tom got like a little history, right? We do, we do. It goes back to I was I was a little Odd Rod. I was actually called Push Rod then. <laughs> Actually, he was. He was called Pushrod. Pushrod? Yeah. So that was back when I was uh, 14 years old. I met Tom. Tom, you want to tell us about back then? Yeah, he worked for the shop a little bit after school. Came in. I'm like, okay, kid, you know, I need you to take this interior apart, take these nuts and bolts and screws out. And at break time, he goes, hey, I like to draw a little bit. And I'm like, okay, kid, yeah, bring your stuff in. Let's see what you, let's see what you draw. He comes in the next day with this stuff, looks like stuff uh, Big Daddy Ed Roth did, Ratfink. I'm like, holy moly, look at this guy. This is incredible. What do you, you do not have a future in doing this. Hang on a minute. 
I walked next door to the spring screen print shop. Yep. Came back and said, "You're fired. You're going to start working over there." <laughs> so, so let me get this straight. I fired him. Yeah, you fired him, and then Tom got him another job. Tom Wiggins was the first. Oh, guy I got him another fire. job first. I felt sorry for him. <laughs> Tom Wiggins well, was I the first man to fire him all the time. So I feel you're paying there. You know, I, I remember working in Tom's shop though for that brief time, and I remember the one job. One job I can remember doing there is we actually got to work on the Hustler magazine course. That's oh, that's cool. right. Yeah. Yeah, Top stalker and super stalker. Yep. That, 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 that's actually very cool. Yeah. Especially when you're, what, 14, 14? years old. Yeah. That's extremely I actually cool. still have the director's hat from doing that. I still All got... right. <laughs> exactly. Well, I got the director's shirt. <laughs> I am the director. <laughs> that, was, that was good times, though. That was, that was a lot of good times. Oh, we had a great time. And then Still uh, do. Yeah, yeah. And then, shoot, man. I made my first pass down Union County Dragway illegally. Illegally. Uh-oh. You, you made a, No, you made a pass when no one else was there. Illegally. Illegally. <laughs> well, and I want to tell you something else now. Now, we're going to talk about the Union County Dragway and, you know, talk about the importance of this place. And we're going to talk about all the fun stuff that we got going on in Union County Dragway. But I'll tell you something else. I think we need to hear a little more about Tom Lucas because Tom Lucas, you play, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I've never been to the Union County Dragway and you've not been there. I mean, every time the doors are open, you're there. I mean, you're like the heart and soul of the Union County Dragway. And you're, t- I mean, this is the thing that's cool about it. I mean, you're a drag racing guy. Just like we were talking about earlier. The guys, they don't have heart. You're a drag racer. You're a car guy. That's right. You see what I'm saying? There's a difference there. Every time, you know, if the lights are on at the track, you're there. That's, that's, I mean, that's what it's supposed to be like. That's right. It takes so, a lot of people at Union County Dragway to make it happen. I'm just part of it. Exactly. Tell us, about, tell us about TL Race Cars and tell us what got you into drag racing. What got me into drag racing, I started going down the track in 1976 with my dad's car. Of course, he didn't know about it. Uh, my neighbor had some race cars and hot rods, and uh, my dad got me kind of hooked on it in the early years. And it just got a hold of me, and it never let go, and uh, I, could, I have to keep doing it. I've gone to the track when I didn't have any money just to barely get there, knew I had to make some money going <laughs> rounds to get back home. Well, I mean, and that's the thing, I mean, because savings accounts and financial stability, that stuff's overrated. Drag oh, yeah. is way more important. Yeah. I Friday night, it was time to go to the track. Yeah, I agree But that's that. what you did. I mean, I, like, I grew up in a household, you know, Friday, Saturday night, you're headed to the drag strip. That's what you did. Mm-hmm. It's a way of life. It's a lifestyle. It is. Well, I mean, you know, like, you know, some families, you know, they, they play softball or they go to a football game or whatever. We went to the drag strip. That's what we did. That's right. You know, some families go to the lake. I can't swim, but I can tell you all about the drag strip. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. Let's switch gears a little bit here, and let's talk about the Carolina Thunder Series. Yeah, we're talking about the promos of the Carolina Thunder Series. This is something exciting, people. And I want to tell you something. I want to step up here for just a second and break this down to you. No local track. No, local no. track. They're not running. You know, they may have a pro mod car there, or a pro mod car two there. But I'm talking about we're running pro mod cars. We're running 200 mile an hour pro mod cars at Union County Dragway. Now, keep in mind, this is one of the top five eighth mile tracks in the country, and we got that right there in our backyard. Yes, sir. I mean, this is the this the one of the newest NHRA sanctioned tracks. Period. That's NHRA's only. Sanctioned all concrete eighth mile drag strip in here, South Carolina. In South that's Carolina. right. And I mean, this is the thing that's crazy. I mean, there's a lot of small tracks, right? And they're great. Oh, they're all good tracks. I've been to them all. Except me, too. But I'm going to tell you something. You have an NHRA 
sanctioned track that's capable of running 200 mile an hour cars and more importantly coming from a drag race to a drag race can stop 200 mile an hour cars that's right we had a jet car go 203 at the last event exactly and if those of you that didn't come out you missed a great show yeah that was amazing they tried to knock the tower down with odd rod in it <laughs> I'm telling, I mean, but he went 203 mile an hour Twice. It, it took a little. I mean, Odd Rod is scared of heights, guys. Yeah. It took a little. It took a little bit of bribing to get him up there anyway, and then we put a jet car out there with him in it. So, but but this is the thing you got to think about, though. I mean, you know, there's a lot of these tracks. That, oh, we got a pro model. Yeah, they're playing this right here. This track, they're racing. And oh, this, this is, is serious. In, this is in your backyard, guys. Big money coming up. I mean, you go have these guys competing for this, and this is something. You know what? Come down, see it. Bring the kids. It's on a Friday night. Great event. I mean, Scott Duggins took home five thousand dollars last time. So I mean, that's awesome. Well, pro and he's a back back winner there too. Scott Duggins from Power Racing Engines. Well, but you know, we also have guys like Tommy Mooney with Gene Fulton, big cubic inch, nine hundred plus cubic inch nitrous motors. We've got guys with blower motors. You've got guys with other nitrous motors from Charlie Buck, Sonny Leonard. Uh, you got blower motors with Alan Johnson and Brad Anderson stuff. It's it's pretty extensive equipment. I mean, exactly. I mean, just talk about the cars. I mean, I mean, Pro Mods are some of the prettiest door slammer drag cars ever made. I mean, they're the world's fastest door slammers. Well, they are the world's fastest, but they're gorgeous though. These cars are. They're like rolling works of art. I mean, you know, there's nothing like a stretched out slam down '63 split window Corvette Pro Mod drag car or a '41 Willys. It's I mean, stretched beyond imagination, but gorgeous going down the track. Oh, yeah. You put a blower in there or a nitrous motor, it's on. I mean, all the 69 Camaros. I mean, these cars, I mean, just for the aesthetics are gorgeous, but these things actually perform. And I mean, I mean, this is something, you know, you don't have to go to Atlanta. You don't have to go to Z-Max. You come to Union County Dragway and you're getting this experience. Well, what we have is we have a $500 bounty on the record. Record's 382. Record was set by Todd Totoro. Uh, a couple of years ago, and Tommy Mooney ran right on the record back in November. And uh, along with VP, Lee's Body Shop, and Jegs for Vets, they put up a $500 bounty on the record. So that's still there, and that $500 is well, still there. I want to tell you something, Tom. I know for a fact that Tommy Mooney's listening. And I mean, I, I talked to Tommy. I've known him almost all my life. Great I'm, guy, great, great chassis builder. Up in Shelby, North Carolina, super great guy. But I want to tell you something, Tommy, if you're listening... That $500, you're so close. Come down to Unicam Dragway, you're going to take it. Well, he wants that five grand in that championship belt, too. Exactly. Yeah. Beautiful championship belt. Heck with the record. I want all of it. Yeah. That's He's coming to play. And, that, and he's and coming to win. And that's the name of the game. And, I mean, guys, we're going to see this. And you're going to see some names that, I mean, you know, coming from all over the place. This is going to be a great race. Oh, yeah. Chris Rainey's coming from New Jersey. Uh, John Montecavolo is going to be doing some testing with his Mount Motor Pro Stock. He wants to enter it at a shot at. So you're it. telling me you got a Pro Stock car running with the Pro Mountain Mods. Motor? Mm. I'm telling Mount you, Mountain Motor Pro Stock. I cannot wait to sit in my butt in that rolling chair in the tower watching all this drag race in action. Absolutely, I'm looking forward to it. Tom, we're going to be having you on again coming up soon. But uh, that's all the time we have, buddy. You're killing me, Otter. We getting a we getting a good BS session. Next thing you know, you want to pull the plug but on. But don't me. forget to check out Union County Dragway on Facebook That's for right. all the latest results and updates and scheduled events. I tell you what, because we got a lot more than pro mod races going on in Union County. That's right. We've got a top sportsman race and top sportsman's of fastest store cars in the sportsman series and a bracket race at night. So people are going to get a great show. So Heck definitely, yeah. definitely check out Union County Dragway on Facebook. Go on the website. Do that. Check them out. There's a lot going on down there, and you guys don't want to miss it. Tom, thank you for being on the show today. Great to be here. 
All right, guys, you've been listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WORD. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 